This is BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so we are back uh, concourse level, not exactly courtside, but above courtside here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant with you. BYU's an overtime winner, 82-77 to over the Pepperdine Waves. Cougars survive a WCC tournament record for them, 21 turnovers, and win it by five in the extra session. BYU led for a total of four minutes and four seconds in a 45-minute game, Mark. Well, I mean, wow. I mean, that's one of the, all you can say is wow. And they, they came out, kind of dug themselves a hole, did not shoot the ball well. Pepperdine is a confident team with scores and leadership and seniors. And Colby Ross is one of the best to ever play in the conference. And they, they, they felt like they were going to win this, and they were doing the right things, and BYU was struggling. But, uh, B, but BYU just – this team, I tell you, they fight, man. They fight, and they play physical, and they rebounded well, and – kind of gave themselves opportunities and uh and and then all of a sudden after all that where it looked like it was just not going to happen for BYU they're down what 10 with a chance to go down 11 and miss yep. a free throw late in that first the second half and then they're they're back in it and then they had to leave <laughs> it looked like they lost the game and going into overtime and it was just a roller coaster of emotions here uh in uh, the Orleans and the fans here were just uh, going crazy, Greg. I mean, it was yeah. just amazing. <laughs> if the, I mean, this was as good a college basketball game, and I know it was super ugly. It was the ugliest great game I've ever seen, I think. Well, with as much plexiglass as you're going to find in these days of COVID, we were in a glass case of emotion tonight. <laughs> Absolutely, man. But I tell you what, Baxter came through and saved the day for, for this team. And uh, what what a – what a great play in the air by uh, Spencer Johnson there at the end. I mean, that kind of reminded me of Gonzaga, BYU needed to stop. And who was it? Big uh, Nate Austin came through and blocked yeah. that shot. I mean, and, and I thought Harms had a couple big blocks late in that game. And, and the, you know, he had some calls go against you, and this team just kept fighting, and, and, and they came out on top. All right, uh, we will see what uh, transpires for our postgame coverage, but we'll give you some quick postgame numbers before we get back to BYU Radio. Jason's got Cougar postgame live coming up. Uh, we're going to be doing everything via Zoom right now, uh, so it's going to be a little bit different in terms of how we get things done, but we hope to hear from players and coaches as we would normally. BYU shoots 43%, the Waves 40, BYU 33% from the arc to the Waves 19, BYU 85% on the free throw line, huge number, to the Waves 70 on this night. BYU outboards Pepperdine 45-34. to 34. Cougs 12 assists on 26 makes. Pepperdine 11 assists on 29 makes. 21 turnovers for BYU, 24 points off of turnovers for Pepperdine. They were plus 15 were the waves on points off of turnovers and lost this one. Second chance points were even. Bench points, BYU narrowly plus one. Paint points, BYU plus eight. Fast break points, BYU plus four. There were four ties. There were three lead changes game was tied for 438. BYU led for 404. Pepperdine led for 36 minutes and 15 seconds and did not win this game here tonight. BYU wins it in overtime, 82-77. 23 Barcelo, game high. 18 for Harms. Those guys combined to go 16 of 16 at the free throw line. Remarkable. 16 for Averett. 9 for Loner. 6 for Johnson. 5 for Nell. 3 for Harvard. 2 for George getting you to 82. The Waves go 20 Edwards, 16 for Ross, 15 for Smith. Ross, by the way, 7 for 24, 1 for 9 from 3, and missed a key free throw late. Eights for Ohia, Obioha, and Altman, 3 for Chukwuka, 2 for Polk Jr., getting you to 77. BYU, large lead came at the end of the game, 82-77. Waves' large lead was 12, meaning BYU, for the first time this year, 
came back from down more than 10 to win a game. It happened tonight in Las Vegas. The Cougars move on to play Gonzaga in the WCC tourney title game tomorrow night. Much more from Vegas and Provo coming up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by America First Credit Union. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Look, there's nothing like a really close overtime game in the middle of the night to not let you get sleepy. How about that? Look, there were times in that game where, you know, the pace was uh, a little off. Uh, but the uh, if you're BYU, quite honestly, if you're a Pepperdine fan as well, the, uh, the stress that you were probably feeling towards the end of that game was enough to keep you up uh, after midnight mountain time. Man, what a uh, hard-fought victory for the BYU Cougars, 82-77 to in overtime, advancing now to the championship game of the West Coast Conference Tournament tomorrow against Gonzaga. Obviously, we will have that for you right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. We will have pregame coverage starting at 6 o'clock Mountain Time and then the tip-off against the Zags at 7 at stake. The auto bid to the NCAA tournament. However, the team that loses in that game has absolutely no chance of not going to the NCAA tournament. So that part of it is uh, very positive for whoever does not come out victorious tomorrow. Uh, We do know that BYU's opponent will be Gonzaga. That's because Gonzaga had absolutely no problem whatsoever against the St. Mary's Gales earlier today in the other semifinal. The final score was 78-55 to in favor of the Bulldogs. And after the game, it was head coach Mark Few being asked how his team continues to play at this high level nearing the NCAA tournament. A lot of it is you just bank on these guys' competitive spirit. I think one thing they've shown all year in, in a really crazy, difficult year, you know, as far as, you know, coming out every night with energy and enthusiasm and effort when there's nobody in the stands and, and no, no juice. You know, these guys have really showed how competitive they are. And I think as we move towards the NCAA tournament, you know, they all know it was taken away from them last year and it means the world to them. So, uh, I think we'll get even an increased effort moving forward. That was head coach Mark Few after his team defeats St. Mary's and uh, his comment about they knew it was taken away from them. Speaking of of his team, I think BYU kind of views that the same way, even though there are a lot of different players. You know, they've talked about that, that this was a team that felt uh, that they could make a long run in the NCAA tournament last year. And I think a win like this, really does galvanize this team that, hey, you know what? There are a lot of reasons why we shouldn't have won this game tonight, but we found a way. In fact, I tweeted that out, hashtag found a way. That's exactly what BYU did tonight. Way too many turnovers, went through shooting slumps where they couldn't score, but somehow they found a way. 
And that's what this team did. And now everybody's going to go into tomorrow and say BYU has no chance. You know what? And, and we'll see how it plays out. But this team's going to fight. That's what they've done all year long. And that's why they won this game tonight, because they just kept fighting and they found a way to win in overtime, 82 to 77. Whatever financial products and services you need to take care of yourself, your family, or your business, America First is here to help. To find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com today. Coming up next, we'll check in on the women's side of the West Coast Conference Tournament. BYU taking on San Francisco earlier today. The Cougars have advanced to the championship game tomorrow. We'll let you hear from head coach Jeff Judkins and Paisley Johnson. Excuse me, Paisley Harding, Paisley Johnson Harding. Uh, when we come back, BYU gets the win though tonight, eighty-two seventy-seven in overtime, advancing to the title game against Gonzaga tomorrow night. We'll be back with more Cougar Post Game Live next on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You had to stay up late, but you know what, Cougar fans? It all worked out. In overtime, BYU gets the win, 82-77 to over Pepperdine. Some big, big plays down the stretch. Some big free throws from Alex Barcelo. And let's be honest, a massive steal by Spencer Johnson, and BYU gets the win, moving on to the title game tomorrow against the number one seed Gonzaga Bulldogs. Both teams are going to the NCAA tournament. That That's not going to change regardless of who wins. Obviously, BYU can certainly improve its seed if they're able to find a way to take down the number one team in the country, but We'll have to wait and see how the game plays out tomorrow, but the good news is BYU is going to the NCAA tournament regardless of the outcome tomorrow. That game you can hear right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, 6 o'clock with the pregame show. We'll have the game at 7 o'clock Mountain Time from the Orleans Arena. Also tomorrow on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, the women's championship game also between BYU and Gonzaga, the Cougars, winning earlier today by 30 over San Francisco, 85-55. to 55. A dominating performance, and they did that largely without Shaley Gonzalez having a massive game. She only had 10 points. The, uh, the big star of this game today was Paisley Harding, leading the way with 23 points on 9 of 17 shooting. She was also 4 of 10 from 3, made her only free throw. She also had 7 rebounds, and after the game, uh, she and head coach Jeff Judkins spoke with the media talking about the opportunity to go to the postseason. It's huge. I mean, at the start of the season, um, the NCAA tournament was on my mind, and I know it's on the, all, the rest of my team's mind throughout the whole season as well. I, I want to go. <laughs> the real solid chance of us going is winning tomorrow, and I think we're all focused in on doing that. Um, it was such a great opportunity and experience for me my sophomore year, two years ago. And I want to go again because, I mean, what's more, what's better than going to a dance? I love dancing and I want to go dance over there too. Jeff, can you just talk about what the keys tomorrow against uh, Gonzaga would be? Gonzaga, you know, this is going to be a, this is going to be about <clears throat> both teams are, are, are very well known each other. Um, they have size. We have size. They have toughness. We have toughness. They have Jill. We have Paisley. I mean, we have Shaley. They have they have another really. Their their guards are good. It's going to be a real battle. And whatever team I think 
makes the fewest mistakes will probably win, win tomorrow. And do you think your team deserves to be in the NCAA at this point, regardless of tomorrow? There's no question in my mind. And I, I'm going to tell you why. Nobody wants to play us. Nobody wants – the big power fives don't want to play us. Uh, we try to schedule as hard as we can. We've had a few slip-ups. We lost by two points to San Diego, who's a very good team, and lost to Gonzaga, who you know has been ranked the whole year. And, and then we lost to San Francisco at their place, and they had an eight-game winning streak. So this team deserves to go. Um, I think two of our teams deserve to go, and the two of us during conference were the two best teams. We proved it. But, you know, I told my players today, we just got to go win it, and don't worry about it. Just go win it. Win it. If we do win it, we'll for sure have two bid, two teams in. If we don't, it'll, it'll, we'll probably be close on the bubble. And you heard head coach Jeff Judkins. If they don't win tomorrow, they kind of feel like they're on the bubble. But the, the plan is to go in and just take it, get the auto bid, and go to the NCAA tournament. As I mentioned, we'll have that game for you here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Greg Rubel, Kristen Kozlowski will be on the call. I'll have uh, halftime stuff for you as well as postgame. And uh, that will start at 2 o'clock Mountain Time right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. So good luck to Jeff Judkins and BYU wins basketball tomorrow. That will be uh, kind of the uh, first of a doubleheader between BYU and Gonzaga. The men's game will be 6 o'clock for the pregame show, tip-off at 7 o'clock Mountain Time between number 2, BYU, and the number 1 seed, Gonzaga, after BYU gets the win in overtime tonight, 82-77. That is going to be a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, back down to the Orleans Arena for the Cougar Locker Room Show, your final tonight, 82-77. Cougars get the win in overtime, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Howard posting up. Harding to Johnson for the tie from three. Got it! Spencer Johnson knocks it down right side! The Cougar Locker Room Show is presented by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Now let's head back to the America First Credit Union courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, we'll uh, try and get you some live press conference audio from here in Las Vegas. Uh, but we'll certainly get uh, Mark Pope with, for some one-on-one commentary or one-on-two with uh, Mark and me here in Vegas. But the uh, post-game press conference that is to be carried live right now is currently not streaming uh, via the WCC. So if we can somehow pull that up, uh, we will get conference uh, press conference comments to you live. If not, we'll save the uh, space for Coach Mark Pope, Mark's team defeating BYU by a score. I mean, defeating Pepperdine by a score tonight of 82 to 77. The game was won in overtime. BYU ends up out shooting Pepperdine on a night where the Cougars were climbing uphill for most of it. In fact, led for less than five minutes of the 45 minutes played. We'll take another quick break. We'll come back and head back down. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel. All right, the WCC's postgame press conference uh, we will not be able to pull into tonight. It would have been our America First Credit Union courtside interview brought to you by America First Credit Union. Here to help to find out more, visit AmericaFirst.com. Today we'll get right into the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. Mark Pope is the head coach of the Cougars, and he joins us now from our Zoom room here at the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas. Coach Pope, congratulations on uh, the most grindiest of grinding wins maybe you've had this season. Way to go. 
Thank you. I mean, just uh, what I mean, how fun is postseason basketball? And um, it just is uh, so competitive. And you know, this um, Pepperdine team, Pepperdine team had a massive agenda. You know, they came into the season believing that they were going to be one of the top teams in this league, and they had some struggles at weird spots, but certainly always had incredible talent. And um, they were determined to to make a huge push in this postseason. And uh, they certainly gave us all we could handle. It was a great game. I mean, how fun is March basketball, March Madness? It's awesome. The largest deficit you'd overcome for a win this year was 10 points early in the year against UVU. You were down 12 tonight and then down double digits again in the second half. It, it was, I mean, getting over the hump was a Herculean task tonight. You guys kept with it. You know, we have a, uh, we have a phrase, turn frustration into fight. And we talk about it all the time. And uh, I was so proud of our guys. You know, it is very rare that you can actually win this game with 21 turnovers. I mean, you know, we, we, we did a poor job of caring for the ball. Our decision-making was off. Our timing of when to make uh, aggressive plays and not aggressive plays was off. And Pepperdine, credit Pepperdine for great defensive intensity. But the fact that these guys won this game with 21 turnovers – is uh, is extraordinary because you don't you just don't win in the postseason that way. It's just a tribute to their togetherness and their toughness and their resilience and their ability to take all that frustration and somehow magically absorb it and keep fighting. Couldn't be more proud of these guys. Really, so proud of them. Well, I'm proud of them too, Mark. And congratulations. That's that's an amazing win and quite exciting for Greg and I. I know up here and, and fans listening back home. But, you, you mentioned the, the resiliency on a team level. That seemed to kind of really show itself with Spencer Johnson tonight. I mean, he was struggling uh, in different areas offensively. He had four of those turnovers you're talking about, but what a great job. He, I think he had the main assignment on Ross for the most part, and then he gets that steal at the end. That's just kind of emblematic of this team just finding a way to make the play at the end, even if they're maybe not playing particularly well that night. It is such a it's such a tribute to our guys, man. Um, they don't want to let each other down. And so often, you know, you think about some of the nights that some of our guys had. Some of our guys did not have their best night tonight. But they just they just wanted to keep fighting for their team. And um, it's just as, you know, we joked about this uh, a couple months ago about how this team wins beautiful, ugly. Uh, we got to get some t-shirts made guys. Cause mm-hmm. this is just, it's just, it's just such a beautiful thing because I think it just speaks to, you know, sometimes our skill level might not be tremendous uh, on tremendous display on the court. Sometimes our skill level might not be up to par with where it should be on any given night, but man, our toughness and our togetherness and our ability to absorb frustration, turn and fight. It is just special. It's a, it's a, um, I'm telling you, it's a this is a special, special group of guys. I, I don't know if I've been around teams ever, maybe that do it so well, that are so capable of absorbing so much frustration and so much sideways, and still keep fighting for each other. It's it's awesome. I hope I hope BYU fans are enjoying it because man, it sure is fun to watch in person. All right, All right, more from Mark Pope coming up after this on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. 
The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show with head coach Mark Pope brought to you by the classic BYU tradition. BYU Creamery have a scoop today. All right, BYU 82, Pepperdine 77, our final score in overtime. Coach, uh, the big three were huge tonight. Uh, they didn't have a great game together in Malibu, a game you lost by three. Tonight they go 16 for 32 from the field, 21 for 22 from the free throw line. Those are the guys you count on to take you to the finish line, and they carried this team at the most important times tonight. Those are tremendous numbers. Yeah, I mean, these seniors is what they're living for is this opportunity to play in postseason. They know how rare it is to to get to be in the position we're in right now, and they've been working really hard. You know, I think about Matt Harms, um, and we've talked about this a lot, Greg, but after the first, after the second Gonzaga game where he was uh, felt he felt like he was – a non-factor in the game. He's been so desperately intent on increase, increasing his, his physicality and the way he approaches the game. And for him to be 18 and seven is just, it's so massive for us. Eight for eight from the free throw line um, with two assists and three blocks on the game. The, the numbers are just so huge. And then I couldn't be more proud of Brandon and Alex. Um, you know, we, we had real turnover struggles tonight, but, but Brandon and Alex together were seven and three. So they're, you know, a little bit over two to one, which is pretty good for postseason basketball. I hope they get three or four to one, but they were just so massive. And, uh, you know, Brandon Averett just gave us huge spells. And then, and then you think about Alex's nine is his numbers. He's 23 points, three for five in the three point line, eight for eight for the three point line and nine rebounds from your point guard. It's insane. Those, and, those um, rebounds tie his career high, by the way. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of those guys. But, you know, we talk about this all the time. I believe this from the depths of my heart, man. Seniors are magic. They've paid their dues. They've, they've worked so hard. They know what it's supposed to feel like and taste like and how it is. You saw some of our younger guys really, really struggle tonight under the intensity of the lights and the situation and the stress. These seniors, man, they came and, and they certainly delivered in a really, really tough game against a great team. Coach, I'd like your thoughts on on two plays at the end of regulation. There was a timeout. You're down one. You need a bucket. Kind of a little handoff between uh, Brandon and Alex on the wing, and Alex turns the corner and gets the reverse. Was, was that a play that was drawn up uh, during the timeout? Is that what you were looking for? And then maybe talk about, you know, Ross hits that big shot. Was what, what you were trying to accomplish defensively there? Yeah, it was uh, – let's talk about the happy stuff first. <laughs> so the, the happy stuff is we just we just went to go game. We actually went to a zipper go game. Uh, we, you know, we, we used the go game in short clock situations. We knew being down, we wanted to extend the game as long as we could, so we wanted to take a shot at it as quick as we can. And it's actually the exact same action we ran against Pacific. Uh, I can't remember what – if it was at the end of the first overtime. And Alex actually finished with exactly the same play and – um, you know, it's it, when you put uh, Alex and Brandon together downhill like that, it's really complicated. And then, of course, uh, Brandon has the opportunity to keep and use the ball screen. Matt's sprinting over there with ball screen with the weak side space, and Alex is a snap. So um, those two guys are really dangerous together. They're, you know, I, I don't – you know, I, I think they're a really tough scout when they're when they're playing together on split actions and handoff actions. And, 
re-screen actions. And so, uh, again, Alex made a huge play. And then uh, I'm not going to lie, guys, Kobe Ross hit that shot. And I was like, have I just gone, been transported back a year ago against St. <laughs> Mary's? I just couldn't believe it. You know, Spence had done such a great job all night long. And, and uh, but Kobe Ross, listen, that, you, you don't become the all-time leading scorer in this tournament without being pretty special. And he's, he's a pretty special player, and he made a huge play. All right, we'll have closing comments from Coach Mark Pope coming up. His team defeats Pepperdine in a thriller, a grinder, a wild one, a weight loser, whatever you want to call it. It was 82-77 to 77 in overtime tonight as BYU survives and advances to play uh, Gonzaga tomorrow night. We'll look ahead to that with the coach next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU basketball fans on the East Coast are uh, considering why they're awake at 3.10 in the morning. It's because Mark Pope's still on the air. That's reason to stay up. His team defeats Pepperdine tonight, 82-77 to in overtime. So, Coach Pope, a couple things here. Uh, you just played your 25th game, and your team got, the, got your 20th win. Those numbers uh, really resonate in this year of all years, 25 and 20. It's a 20 and 5 team right now. What can you say about that? Well, super proud. Uh, I'm tell you, a couple. I got. I'm gonna wax poetic here for a second. So, we've talked so much about Alex Barcelo, and just to put it in context, Alex Barcelo was on a great team last year, and everybody left. Uh, Jake Toulson graduated one of the all-time great uh, seasons at BYU history. And, and TJ Haas is one of the all-time great players to ever play at BYU. And Yoli Child is one of the all-time great players to ever play at BYU. And they put together such a spectacular season. And then we lost Zach Selyus and we, we lost seven seniors. We lost Dalton Nixon, too, a huge piece of that team. And Alex was, in some ways, he was the only guy left. And... Um, I think Alex felt it a lot. I think he felt like, you know, what is this year going to be like? And he took it upon himself, guys. And we've talked about this a lot, but I just got to live it. I got to see it every single day, reaching out to every single guy in this team, reaching out to the new guys coming to the program, trying to help them understand what getting better every day actually means, what turning frustration to fight actually means, um, you know, what losing yourself in the team actually means. And, and then you look at what, him and his team have accomplished to get to this point. It just is, it's really special. The best thing about sports is watching these young men just grow and become great leaders. And um, what he's done with the other leaders on his team is just awesome. So I'm super hyped about that. This is the other thing I got to say, Cam Pearson, what a magical pregame speech he gave. It's just unbelievable. So I, I have this, I wish everybody, I wish we had film on it because, you know, we, we, we do pregame speeches before every game and, and we have a different player do it every game. And this was Cam's third time. And he takes it so seriously. He ran into the locker room about two minutes before he's supposed to deliver his speech. He ran into the locker room and then he kind of ducked into the bathroom and his face was flushed and he was feeling so much pressure and so much stress, not because he's not because he's nervous to speak in front of his guys, 
because he believes that it makes a huge contribution to us winning if he delivers a great, inspiring two-minute message. Like he thinks it's that important, and he's right. And he gave one of the epic pregame speeches ever in the history of sports. He taught our guys what VDVC Viki means, where it came from, and how it's us. And um, you just go down the list from, from Alex Barcelo all the way to Cam Pearson, and every single one of our guys made a significant make a difference in winning contributions tonight like they have all season. And when you get to function on a team like that, where everybody is trying their hardest to give everything that they can possibly give to the team, it makes it fun, man. I, I'm just I'm just so I'm so blessed to be able to be around this team. It's pretty awesome. We're talking live with head coach Mark Pope. Uh, his team defeats Pepperdine by a score of 82-77 to 77 in overtime tonight. Dave Rose always said this one thing, Coach, and he said, "I don't. it doesn't matter what league you're in, what round you're playing, if it's single by, double by, triple by, the toughest game to win in any tournament is the first game you play. You got that experience tonight. You found a way to win it. How does it set you up now for a third crack at the Zags? Well, listen, coaches, coaches um... – way smarter and way better this than I will ever dream of being in my life. But I'm going to have to beg uh, to differ maybe with that comment. This Pepperdine team is really good, but this freaking Zags team, (laughs) they're, they're really good. And um, we're the only team in the country this entire season that's going to be blessed with the opportunity to play the number one team in the country three times. And um, and we're so incredibly grateful for that. Uh, you know, we, we, we felt like we still feel like we have so much left in the tank. We feel like we're a better team than we were even when we played them a month ago. We feel like we're a better team. Um, we, we Listen, we recognize that they are a generational team. What they do on the court is is poetry in motion. They're so gifted. And poetry in motion is also so incredibly physical. But man, we're grateful we get a shot at him again. We just you just can't write the story any better and we just can't wait to tip it off tomorrow night and see and see what we can do. Um see 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 you know, see how we've improved and see how we can match up against the very, very best team in the country again. How how blessed are we? Yeah, I mean you you came, you saw and you conquered tonight, uh, coach, and uh that gets you the opportunity to play Gonzaga again for a third time and uh, I, I like this team in the, the year that you've had a, maybe not rest, but you, it's been a while, and you also have some real depth. So even if you're playing 16 hours after this game, you you know I think you can be able to compete at a high level. My my, as I think about those Gonzaga games, coach. It's the first five or six minutes that you you dug yourself such a big hole, and I know Gonzaga does that to teams. They did it to St. Mary's today. A- any kind of thoughts on on? being able to avoid that trap again. Yes. Um, listen, I'm, I'm active on social media. If anybody has any ideas, please be in <laughs> tonight. Okay. We, we, we've, we've been in a 20 to two hole. It seems like both games we played in the first two minutes and, and um, they're just so incredibly explosive. Listen, we got to do exactly what we couldn't do tonight. We have to protect this ball. We just have to find a way to be physical and forceful enough to protect this ball. We have to do everything we can to limit transition opportunities. Now, 
you know, that's easier said than done. I mean, you know, I don't know, four of the top 20 teams in the country have taken a shot at that and all fallen wildly short. We've taken a shot at it twice and fallen wildly short. But don't, don't, don't mistake our recognition of the greatness of the Zags for any part of us not thinking we go win this game tomorrow. I think our I, I think our guys believe. Now we have some real challenges. One is we gotta manage transition defense, and that starts with us protecting the ball and actually getting shots up. Both games at the start of the game, we turn it over five out of seven times. I gotta simplify things a little bit for my team. Uh, we gotta be really, really hyper focused. And then we got to go grind it out and we got to believe. And we do. We're really good at believing. If we do anything, we believe. We believe that when we play great, we can win. We believe that when we're playing sideways, we can still find a way to tough it out and win. And we're not grateful for a third chance to play the Zags because we think we're going to lose. We're grateful for a, f- a third chance to play the Zags because we can't wait to go take another real shot at this and see if we can change the story. Well, before tonight, uh, BYU's record for most turnovers in a WCC tournament game was 17. And then you went past that with 21. But I'll tell you this, in the, in the 217 games and the 121 game, BYU won all three. Not that it's a formula for victory, but <laughs> BYU is proving extremely resilient in these situations when things aren't going the right way to somehow make it turn out right, as you and your guys did again tonight. Uh, what a thrill it was to see you come back and do what you guys did. Uh, just tre- tremendous in every way to get to play another day and to take on the Zags, knowing that you're both going to the NCAA tournament. Uh, it's fair to say that right now, and um, it, w- what a great reward for both programs, Mark. Not just not just Gonzaga, which is again, like you said, a generational team, but for BYU for being the next best team to the best team in the country in this, in league. this league. Yay, Greg! You know how we love to set records, man. We set another one tonight: twenty-one turnovers <laughs> in the WCC tournament game. Let's go, baby! Let's keep it rolling. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Good stuff, Mark. We'll let you get some sleep, and uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow night. Thanks so much. Hey, let me give a shout-out to all the BYU fans that are up right now. We are so grateful for you. We can feel your support, man. We just we just can feel it, and and we're going to come fight tomorrow. It's going to be epic, so let's go. Let's go, Cougs. We look forward to it. Thank you again, Mark Pope. That is our BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. Mark Durant and I will come back to wrap it up and say goodnight next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Final score tonight here in Las Vegas, BYU 82, Pepperdine 77 in overtime. A short time ago, Alex Barcelo was among the BYU players speaking to the media here in the postgame press conference. Let's hear a little bit of what Alex had to say after his 23-point night to lead all players on the floor this night to victory for BYU. Can you just talk about uh, what it means to get to the championship game tomorrow and, and what kind of energy level you expect your team to have going against Gonzaga? Oh, it means everything to us, really. Uh, we set out with a, a few goals for this team at the beginning of the season. And, I mean, we knew the, the noise that was out there. Everyone was kind of counting us out. And um, this group really rallied together, and the coaching staff rallied us together and um, kind of met on the – the mountaintop up at uh, up in Provo and just had a heart to heart talk about what we wanted for this season. And um, I mean, we, we see it, things are coming true and, you know, we still got games left ahead of us and things that we still want to accomplish. But I mean, this, this team is just so, so great at going out there and laying everything we have on the floor. And I think that's exactly what we're going to do tomorrow night. We're going to give it everything we have. 
if I can ask you about one play in particular at the end of uh, of overtime when Johnson made that steal of the pass that was uh, trying to get to Edwards and he somehow flipped it back to you. Can you what did you see when you when that play unfolded? Oh, I just saw that Spencer was worried about the right things. He, he had one one thought in his mind, and that was winning. And I mean that that carries on throughout our entire team. We knew that 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 play won us the game. I, I think um, him going out there and getting a steal. I mean, we we stressed the entire game and before the game in our scout, just making Edwards get tough catches, and that's exactly what he did towards the end right there. Darnell, go ahead. Yeah, Alex, uh, we've heard the phrase "turning frustration to fight" a lot this year for you guys. Uh, this game seemed to be a real good example of that because a lot was going wrong with turnovers and things. How did you guys persevere through that to win this game? We kept, I mean, we kept looking each other in the eye in our media timeouts and telling each other the game's not over. It's not over. We got a lot of game left and that's exactly what we do. I mean, that was one of the things that coach Pope said um, to start off this. And uh, that's exactly what we do. We turn frustration in a fight and there was, every single thing that probably could have gone wrong in the first half for us in the first couple minutes, but these guys just battled back. We've, we've been in positions like that throughout the season and come out with wins. We've also come out with losses. And, um, you know, last time we played Pepperdine at their place, it didn't turn out too well for us, but, you know, I think we really focused on what we did wrong in, in that game. And that was rebounding and, um, you know, rebounding, getting stops. Um, we put a couple kills together towards the end and our bench, our bench was just so into it. So energetic, talking to us on each media timeout. Um, we could hear them on the sidelines, just the energy that they had calling out every play, knowing Scout. And uh, man, I'm just so, I'm so, so proud of us. All right, that is Alex Barcelo, a uh, team high 23 points on this night and a career high, tying nine rebounds on the night, night he makes all eight of his free throws, six of 13 from the field. The big three had to be big, and they were that tonight. BYU did out-rebound Pepperdine by a margin of 45 to 34, and on the offensive glass, too, by a margin there of uh, 10 to 8. And so BYU's uh, excellent numbers went out rebounding the opponent continued tonight. BYU now 17 and 1 when winning just the rebound battle this season. That was a key again this evening. All right, let's wrap it up from Las Vegas. What a late night and a great night it has been. Our thanks to the crew back at to BYU Radio, our engineers, Barry Squires and Sean Fay, our control board operator, Liam Howard, our coordinating producer, Terry South. And thanks, uh, special thanks to Terry for teeing up the Alex Barcelo comments we just heard. Jason Shepard was our studio host, and Tyler Gibb, our broadcast intern. Thanks as well to assistant station manager Sean O'Neill. So to the crew back in Provo, our appreciation, and to the crew here in Las Vegas, uh, Dave Phillips and Dale Green from BYU Broadcasting for helping us with the Zoom room tonight here at the Orleans Arena. Appreciation to those guys. Mark Pope, of course, for staying with us uh, on the postgame interview as well. And we thank Lorenzo Romar for his pregame time in addition. My broadcast partner was Mark Durant tonight. And so for all those folks, my name is Greg Rubel, reminding you that our final score is BYU 82 and Pepperdine 77 in overtime. The Cougars snap a three-game WCC tournament losing skid and advance to another WCC championship game. It'll be BYU taking on Gonzaga. It'll be BYU's fourth trip to the finals and all four games against the Zags. BYU still looking for its first win in Vegas over the perennial 
WCC powerhouse, the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Tomorrow night's game will have a 6 o'clock Pacific time tip, 7 o'clock in the Mountain Time Zone, meaning we'll have a 6 o'clock Mountain Time pregame for that 7 o'clock tip. Earlier in the day, we'll have women's basketball for you as well at 2 o'clock Mountain Time on BYU Radio 107.9 FM. And the BYU Cougars app, plus BYUcougars.com slash live radio, you can hear BYU and Gonzaga in the women's side of the tournament as well. So the Cougs and Zags twice tomorrow with us. Kristen Kozlowski joining me in the afternoon and Mark Durant joining me at night. So 2 p.m. Mountain for the women's game, 6 o'clock Mountain pregame, 7 o'clock tip on the men's side. The Cougars and Zags squared in Las Vegas tomorrow. That'll do it. Once again, I'm saying in the meantime and in between time, This has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Las Vegas. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.